Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Inferno Cast, episode number 23, lucky number 23. And this episode, we are going to be featuring our predictions for the 2023 Game Awards. I, of course, am Inferno Fox, the host of this podcast and of the YouTube's Inferno Fox gaming channel. You can you can find this podcast here on YouTube as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And before we get right into the topic, I want to go ahead and introduce my fantastic cast and crew. First and foremost, we have Simbu Darkfang. He is our level five grandpa, main actor for Basement of the Dead, that Basement of the Dead located in Aurora, Illinois. And that is a, in the suburbs of Chicago. So if you're in the area, I definitely recommend checking that out if they're open. And of course, he is the best player at Forkknife. Don't challenge me on this. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, you know, it's always good to be here to talk about the Oscars. Oh, what? Right? Movies? Yeah. Actors? Yep. Scientology? Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much Scientology, but, well, actually, a lot less Scientology. All... Yeah, that's, that's all we'll slapped. say about them. <laughs> Stop talking about them. Besides asking, um, where's Shelly? And that's all I got to say. <laughs> Next up, of course, we've got Jamie Owls87, my partner and partner in crime. Jamie Owls, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. We also have Jason the 13th, who is the owner of the YouTube channel. Jason the 13th, not just a clever title. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. I'm going to be interested to see how everyone's voting today. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Stormrose Sky, also joining us from the Twitch and YouTube channels of Stormrose Sky. Storm, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here talking about all things video games with you all. Yes. And last and certainly not least, we have Astromedes, developer and co-owner of Second Place Games. Astromedes, thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here for this exciting and extremely important award show talk. This absolutely is extremely important. We, we cannot discount the importance of the Game Awards, which is the biggest... Well, technically, it sh it should be because video games are the biggest form of media in, in the world, surpassing both music, TV, and movies all combined. But tonight, for this Oscar-worthy show, we are going to be doing our predictions and votes for what is going to win at the Game Awards airing this Thursday, December 7th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Pacific, available to stream pretty much anywhere and everywhere online, like YouTube and whatnot. And there's gonna there's like over 30 categories, but we're not gonna sit here and and, and go over all of them. We're gonna only only do like 20 because we're not worried about who wins esports or creator categories. And also to that end, since most of us here don't do a lot of mobile gaming or any really any in VR, not gonna discuss those categories. And also not dis discussed is games for impact or best debut indie. So Really, we just want to go ahead and, and and jump right into it. And one little last precursor precursor note is that we're going to be predicting and voting on the categories. We're not predicting any of the games we think are going to be announced or or premiered or or anything like that for uh, the Game Awards because every year they they have that. 
we're not really going to go go through that although maybe if we have time at the end i highly doubt it because we are even foregoing our pre-discussion topics so jumping right in i'm going to share my screen as soon as i figure out how to pull that <laughs> through here turn off the turtle porn <laughs> I make any guarantees on that because I like the turtles. Okay. Sound effects were great. There we Yay, go. There we go. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna we're gonna kick things right off here with the most anticipated game. And we have got the uh we've got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We've got Hades 2, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. So go ahead and kick things off. Uh, Astromedes, what, what, what do you predict is going to win? What is your vote? What is your own uh, most anticipated game out of this list of games? Um, I would say my my own is Hades 2. Um, and I think, you know, in terms of prediction, I think there's maybe a non-zero chance that Hades 2 gets it. It's the first one's kind of a critical darling. Um, so I think it's it's possible. I'm gonna go with that. Cool. Uh Jason, how about you? What are, what are your thoughts? Well, um, Kind of surprised. I mean, it might be a little early. Next year, we'll probably see Grand Theft Auto. But uh, I'm actually going to go for my pick as Final Fantasy on it. For your prediction and vote? Yes, actually. I want to see it win, and I'm hoping it wins. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna be right there with you. That that That's my vote. That is actually my prediction. Um, Simbu, is your, uh, is your vote Star Wars Outlaws? <laughs> oh, anybody who knows me knows that, that that's what I'm calling for my quote. <laughs> now, however, I do, I, I'm torn between three of them for who actually wins, and that's going to be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth because of the Final Fantasy, you know, the massive following Final Fantasy has. Hades Two has had a lot of, uh, gotten a lot ahead of steam recently, um, especially... Well, I mean, kind of, you know, going back to the whole Starfield anticipation. Um, and then, of course, Star Wars Outlaws, which is just a going to be a massive Star Wars game for the consoles. Um, but I would like to see Star Wars Outlaws win it. But I'm going to probably have to side with Astromedes and give it to Hades, too. Gotcha. Jamie Alice, how about you? Uh, for my prediction... I want to say um, probably Final Fantasy because, you know, for a lot of Final Fantasy fans out there, I bet they were the ones that were really hoping uh, that would win. And my vote would be same title for the Final Fantasy. Nice. And Storm, how about you? Yep, and Storm, if you're muted, we we can't hear you, or oh, maybe yep, that was I I was muted talking to myself <laughs> there. 
As oh, we know, this is par for yeah, the course. It starts it early. Okay. I'm going to start doing my check on the a podcast, lot. not just on Fortnite. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. So Star Wars Outlaws is going to be um, my own vote for uh, you know, most anticipated. But the predict what I predict to win is going to be Final Fantasy uh, Seven Rebirth because that fan base is just huge. I know of, and I think it's going to do well for them. Nice. Oh, and did I mention that there's going to be a prize for the winner who gets the most correct predictions? And if if I get the most correct predictions, then it goes to the second most correct predictions. I will reveal who the winner is and what the prize is (laughs) on the next podcast. (laughs) Now there's pressure on this. All right, let's move on to the next... And that is going to be Best Adaptation. And so we have Castlevania Nocturne, the anime series on on Netflix. We have Gran Turismo, the film, almost said Gran Torino. Uh, We have The Last of Us TV series, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and Twisted Metal, the television series. Jamie Owls, uh, what is your prediction and vote? For my vote, it's definitely the Super Mario Brothers movie. That is without a doubt. But my prediction would be probably The Last of Us. Nice. Um, I am actually going to be exactly (laughs) right there with you. We'll make this easy because I'm exactly those are my same picks too. I love to see Mario win, but I think Last of Us is winning that. Wow. Yep. Astromedes, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with Last of Us for both my pick and predicted, I think. Um I'd say the I I also watched the Castlevania series, and I think that's a pretty solid potential maybe second choice or so uh for me and uh with like uh the twisted metal television series i thought was kind of surprisingly good too as we talked about on the prior podcast uh so i'd say that maybe be my third choice but yeah last of us for both predicted and probably favorite just caliber of acting production values Hmm. and everything really does kind of elevate it simbu how about you I mean, should be no surprise. I I would love to see Twisted Metal get some love, but, and here's the but, so you can take that off there. I'm going Last of <laughs> Us for both. Good. Uh, Mario Bros. Mario Brothers was a great, was a great, uh, great movie. Um, I mean, a lot of, just a lot of random fan service, though. In yes, that opinion. is why we all want it to win, but none of us think it's going to win. <laughs> so if we're if we're basing it on the true like true like adaptation, like true to the the thing, like I, I get that Mario, um, you know, again, Mario is gonna be a hard thing to do because it's just a, a concoction of random levels. Um but again, I I gotta go with Last of Us because that's the truest to the game adaptation we have. Yeah, I think uh, out of all of this, I, I'm I'm sort of feeling like that as well. I, I question a little bit of the the casting choices in there, but regardless, I 
out of all these five acting the performances the set pieces everything like the the everything like that fx the the sfx and you know designs of all of everything i've got to i've got to give it to the last of us amazing attention to detail if attention to detail speaks you know i mean it's easier to do a mario in that sense because you can make it see you know it's all cgi and it's uh you know it's not as practical but when you look at the last of us and you see how many practical effects on set were done that's talented especially coming from a performance background myself although if you're going to say cg technically it's not that easy because apparently disney doesn't know how to do it their last few marvel movies are a a big testament to that well uh, of course (laughs) sorry i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue that one but again though if you're talking realm of computer digitally and oh yeah digitally designed versus you know hey we've got a team of people here with brush and airbrush and And, paints and and, prosthetics and and things like that it it makes it a lot harder that that whole backlash is awesome for us because i feel like they're they're bringing back the idea of practical effects to 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 movies at least that that that's kind of seeming like the trend but Hopefully a it's... very slow pushback over the last, you know, decade or two, it feels like. Which Especially is the last year or so. Yeah. Ho- uh-huh. Hopefully they're just not falling to the, oh, get it done as fast as possible and make it as quick and cheap as possible. So well, that's where AI comes in. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's go for number three, innovation in accessibility. So we've got uh, six choices here. We have Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. And innovation in accessibility, just a quick caveat, is the options and everything that are available in-game for individuals that are uh, either differently abled or have other issues that prevent them from being able to game to where these these six games allow more inclusivity to uh, individuals that that can play these games but hopefully that that crazy description help, helps you guys um jason i'm putting you uh, on point uh what is your prediction what is your vote all right it's kind of Completely random on this because I've never played any of them in this category. So uh, I'd love to see Street Fighter win, even though I hate that they put the Battle Pass stuff in it. But I'm going to guess on the limb here because I heard a few good things about it that that Hi-Fi Rush is going to win it. Hmm. Uh, Simbu, how about you? See... This is this is where it's you know as somebody who's not differently abled, um, it, it's a hard category. Yep, because <laughs> you don't really, you know, for me, I don't really pay attention to all the accessibility features on stuff. Um, I mean, if anything, I would probably have to go with like. And this is the caveat here is the accessibility controller from PlayStation um, that being uh, released to the public. Um, I would probably have to go with 
uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man two. Is um, that your prediction I mean, and vote? I'm sorry. Uh, that's at least, you know, yeah, let's go. Let's give it to both of them. Um, only because it's, you know, it's tough to say because, I mean, if we're really going to get down to it, I mean, Diablo 4 is probably the easiest for somebody with a disability to play. So um, would just, you want to change your vote if that if you think that's the easiest? The category is innovation and accessibility, though. So really, the category is supposed to be asking, you know, what game has done the most kind of interesting, effective new stuff to make it accessible. Yeah, and, and unfortunately for me, I, I haven't looked into any of that because, you know. I'm, no, I'm no not. worries. <laughs> um, so, Astromedes, how about you? Uh, I you... yeah so I I haven't played the games but I did look into each of them like even though I am not someone who tends to need or benefit from accessibility controls as a software developer I'm very aware of the notion of catering for different accessibility needs like color blindness and all that so I looked into each of these games and I was actually really interested to find that there's a sort of uh, probably larger than you'd expect sort of blind uh, fighting game player uh, community. I went down a little bit of a YouTube rabbit hole looking into this, and uh, basically there's a kind of uh, uh, multiple fighting games. I believe this is true of both Street Fighter Six and Mortal Kombat 1. They use sound cues. So blind players typically will use stereo sound, um, and then the uh, when they turn this feature on, it will basically make an audio ping that will appear on either the right or left speaker to indicate where uh, someone was when a particular, I think it's movement and hits. There's some kind of different audio cues or something so that literally through sound, you can know the positioning. It's fairly doable for a fighting game only mm. because it is a very 2D plane, both of these fighting games we're talking about. Um, so it's easy to kind of signal in that way. So, um, all these games do have at least some accessibility features, uh, but from what I could tell, it seemed like Mortal Kombat 1 had um, kind of the most accessibility features, uh, including some uh, sort of newer stuff um, that was not necessarily kind of standard across the board. They have a good, uh, their screen reading across the board, which is pretty, which is basically a minimum expectation these days. Uh, yeah, like different hit types have different audio feedback. Uh, you can mess with the audio mix. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to say both prediction and uh, personal pick for Mortal Kombat 1 on that one. Jamie Hollis, how about you? So I'm on the same... Um level with Simbu with the whole accessibility I don't really fully pay attention but if I would have to pick for both prediction and vote my vote is going to be for Mortal Kombat 1 and um, only because I played a lot more Mortal Kombat throughout my life a little bit of Street Fighter so as a Mortal Kombat fan yes so I'm that that's going to be my vote Storm, how about you? I'm going to go same as uh, 
Jamie L's and yeah, Mortal Kombat has is my vote and is my prediction. I oh yeah, yeah, I will stick with that. <laughs> I'm thinking, but no, I'm sticking mm-hmm. with Mortal Kombat for both. There you go. So my vote would have been completely different, and I I I I want to avoid any sort of um controversy on this but my vote would have been hogwarts legacy for innovation and and accessibility (laughs) uh because it had a lot of options to where you can turn there's like for example there's the arachnophobia filter where you can turn the spiders and there are a lot of them into like simple Mm -hmm. polygons or even just boxes in case there's literally somebody that has that as a phobia there's a lot of different controls there's uh, a lot of different color schemes and everything like that However, that game for reasons uh, was not nominated for anything. So with with that said, I'm kind of in the the same spot as you guys. Um, I am going to be a uh, jerk, though, and I'm going to put my prediction as Street Fighter 6. And (laughs) I am going to be like uh, Jason 13th. I like Hi-Fi Rush. I'm putting that as my vote because that is what i voted because i like that game um i did play that um i only played it for like two or three hours um but like simbu had mentioned i didn't i didn't look at the uh, accessibility options on that game i kind of kind of wish i should because i usually look into options before playing but yeah uh, that that's kind of where i'm going with that moving on to the next category this is a fun one best multiplayer game and we have Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Storm, uh, what is your prediction and vote? My prediction? Oh, well, my, my personal prediction would be Super Mario brothers wonder however i think is going to win is probably Baldur's gate 3 i've not played it but i've heard enough about it and with you know hearing <laughs> how good it is from from you all who are more into that particular uh title i feel like it it could go to to Baldur's gate yeah that was exactly what my uh choices were going to be i i want Super Mario to win, it ain't gonna win, but I wanted to win, so that's that's what I ended up voting myself. Uh Astrobedes, how about you? Um, I would say so big caveat here, not having actually played any of these, I would kind of guess I would probably go with Mario Brothers Wonder for my personal pick. My prediction is gonna be Street Fighter 6. It feels almost the most multiplayer first kind of focused game on here and i almost feel like they're going to be not sure what other awards to give it it feels like uh this would be a possibility nice jamie owls how about you um i'm the same with astromedes my personal vote would be the super mario brothers wonder which i'm starting to play with you and it's a lot of fun and for my prediction it's going to be street fighter six Jason? 
I'm actually right along with you and Storm on this one. I think Boulder's Gate's going to win it. And of course, I want to see Super Mario Brothers win. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think Boulder's Gate will win it only because it doesn't feel like a really like like that. The multiplayer experience for that game, despite how much everyone loves the game, I feel and I would hope this would be reflected that like as a multiplayer experience, you know, it's arguably not as kind of interesting or deep as some of these other ones when it's basically just segmenting a single player game and letting someone else control parts of it. I know there's slightly more to it than that, but still anyway. Good good rebuttal there. Um, Simbu, how about you? Uh, What do you feel is the best multiplayer game? All right. So uh, I haven't played it either one of my answers here um but what it's going to come down to is what is there what is the quote-unquote criteria biggest criteria for multiplayer game um what's the one that's going to hold the most weight is it the amount of fun that players players are having while playing it because if that's the case party animals should take because i've seen a lot of funny videos for party animals online and it looks funny it's like a fall guy's where you can actually beat each other up. Um, but actual for winning, and the reason why Baldur's Gate 3 is going to take this one is because it's, you know, multiplayer, when I look at it, it is shared experience. Um, it's the reason why Jason the 13th and I have played all the Dark Pictures anthology games together. It's, you know, we're sharing this, you know, story together and... You know, reason why we all play Fortnite together. We're ha- we're having a good time. We're you know more about hanging out with each other than really, you know, anything else. So, prediction, yes, is Baldur's Gate and personal. Personal is going to be party animals. Yeah, that's a good point, Simbu, about the shared experience thing. That's like uh, in real life, one of the strong points of movies is essentially the same thing. And, right. theor- and that's theor- that's theoretically, fun. that could make Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom a, a great multiplayer game because of the shared experience that you have playing that with others, except you're not playing it with others. It it literally is your own game that you have just on your own. But there is something to be said that, hey, I'm doing this quest. Oh, you're doing this quest, too. OK, cool. We can we can join up because it literally is a multiplayer game, but you're still sharing that experience. Right, but again, like Baldur's Gate, you know, for example, Baldur's Gate 3, you're sitting there and you're in the same, all the same story together at the same time and you're, you know, my personal, you know, actions affect your experience um, versus, you know, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, which I believe is, you know. Right, but speaking to what Astromedia was was saying, that's why movies are so popular because it's a shared experience, but you're experiencing the story one singular way, but just with multiple people. Regardless, you you Simbu have a much better explanation because you like you literally said, like I'm at the whims of how you explore the story. Yeah, and you know, Baldur's Gate coming from tabletop 
you know, role-playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, like the tabletop games, you know, that is like the defining feature basically. So it makes sense the, that as an experience, it uh, does try to retain some of that. So I rescind my previous comment, I guess. And and I I know Astromedes, you you don't have a lot of experience with the tabletop games or D and D or anything like that. D and D being Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm obviously messing with him because he's run his own D and D game for over a, a decade. <laughs> 15 plus years trying yes. to wrap it up in within the next year <laughs> <laughs> all right moving yeah, on to happen uh a topic <laughs> that is near and dear to astromedes heart and that is best sports and racing game astromedes <laughs> out of ea sports fc24 <laughs> f123 forza motorsport <laughs> Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged and the Crew Motor Motorfest. Astromedes, what do you think is going to win and what's your vote? Uh, so I'm going to predict without a ton of reasoning behind it, really, uh, that Forza Motorsport wins because it feels like it's trying to be a classy high-end franchise. That's basically what my pick is based on. Um, and then my personal pick... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of these I explicitly don't want to give it to what, to be honest, what I would probably (laughs) most enjoy playing among these might be Hot Wheels, but I'm really hesitant to give anything to Hot Wheels because I was really grossed out by the pricing model on steam where they charge you for a full price new game when there's uh, this new one is coming out the way they did the original sequel pricing makes me not want to pick that one so um let's go with the crew motor fest yes <laughs> and while, while we're talking about the sports stuff jason what what is your prediction? What is your? Oh, this is gonna be great because just for the comical relief, I want to see the crew win. But uh, my prediction: uh, there's so many soccer fans out there. I think the solo soccer game in a racing category is going to win it. <laughs> so you, uh, I'm I sorry, you the, said... oh crew, yep, crew for my personal vote. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, Jamie Owls, how about you? I'm gonna have to be honest here. I don't play sport games <laughs> at all, so I have not heard or hear anything about the categories. Um, if I would, I just have to guess. My prediction would probably be the motorsport. And if I would have to vote, I guess I would just pick the EA Sports. So you're you're predicting Forza's going to win and you're voting for EA Sports. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh Simbu, how about you? Well, <laughs> this is a tough one. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Cuz first off, I don't understand why sports and racing are in, in their in the same category when you've got a literally every single sports game comes out every single year. Um, (laughs) And lately it seems like there's a new racing game every single year too. So that doesn't really (laughs) matter either. Um, 
I've played Hot Wheels Unleashed, the first one. I kind of enjoyed my time with it, but it's kind of bland. Um, what's going to actually win is I'm going to probably have to give it to the the crew Motorfest. Um, I mean, I guess we'll go with Hot Wheels. <laughs> Hot, Just Hot think. Wheels. Personal. Just think, you said Hot Wheels was bland, and yet it's out beating the football, the basketball, and all the any other sport games for the category. Well, you're you're right there, but at at the same time, it's a it's different. It's not just true. you know, Madden instead of twenty three, it has a twenty four with updated rosters. I, I get that. So. <laughs> But personally, if we're going to be honest, I would like to see these categories get separated back into yeah a racing category divisions. and then sports. Yes, yeah, uh, racing in particular is very much its own genre. Yep. It feels like it just deserves the whole thing. Yeah, the the counter argument to that is you got a lot of people that believe racing is a sport. Ask any NASCAR fan. Yeah, I get that too. <laughs> um, Storm, uh, what is your prediction and what is your vote? that is right, the appropriate reaction because <laughs> none of them i i could give two flying sugar buckets about so um wow she almost broke the rule uh yeah no, i'm trying to be creative that's what happens when you work with children oh um Definitely predicting that the F- the EA Sports FC 24, the soccer game, soccer is huge. Yep. When my students can get on YouTube or anything, a lot of them are watching soccer. A lot. So in anything they want to play in PE is soccer and out on the field, like recess. So I, that's just, I think that one's going to win. And uh, Mario Kart. No, <laughs> that's my vote. Mario <laughs> Kart. No, I'll go with the Crew Motorfest because you all seem to think that's fun, and I've never played it. I haven't whatever. played it either. It just looks. Played fun. I haven't played it either. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. It looks like the funnest. <laughs> it looks like the funnest option out of all of the options. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yes. I'll just mention too because everyone, because I, I was kind of thinking that too about FIFA, but the the way the votes work for this is it's only actually ten percent. Uh, you know, like people's votes getting counted. Ninety yes. percent yep. of that is actually just this subgroup of the one hundred people that originally, uh, industry and journalists, whoever they use to nominate yeah. the game. So it's still actually really kind of like the small group that's deciding this, which is stupid. Uh, but you know, mm-hmm. that well, that anyway, being said, the, oh sorry, somebody had players' choice. I was say that's why they have the players' choice awards, though. Um. And and the reason why I took Motorfest is because it kind of like the picture reminds me of old, old burnout games, hmm. which were the yeah. best. Yes, but <laughs> going going back to Astromedia's point, that's why my vote also is Forza. Um, I also, or my prediction is Forza. My vote is also Forza because out of all of these. I feel I feel like Forza is the least evil, and when the <laughs> Microsoft-owned property is the least evil, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I've played Forza a, a, a little bit, only only about like 
two to four hours for a few entries each. And it, it, it is excellent quality racing. I like the physics in it much better than uh Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo, uh thick forza isn't gross like gran turismo 7 was where it's always online i think there's an offline mode so that's that's really nice um the the cars are great the setting for motorsports good so that's that that's my whole logic on that um moving on to the next one that's going to be best sim and strategy game and it is advance wars one plus two reboot camp cities skylines two Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, Pikmin 4. Jason, are you voting for Pikmin 4? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I want Pikmin to win, but I don't think it's going to win. I'm surprised Pikmin was actually nominated because of the type of game it is. Doesn't seem like it would be up there in the award stuff, even though I love the Pikmin series. But my vote is going for Fire Emblem. The, the Fire Emblem is going to win it. But oh Pikmin no! Is so your I'm... your prediction is Fire Emblem. Oh oh, sorry. Yes, the way I said that made backwards a little backwards. <laughs> but yes, my personal vote is Pikmin. Yeah, <laughs> I believe Fire Emblem will win this one. So if I spell Pikmin correctly, <laughs> um, Astromedes, how about you? Uh, so another big caveat, I haven't actually mm. played these, but I actually know of some of these at least, or just about all of them looked a little bit into these iterations. Um, I would say that my prediction is also going to be Fire Emblem. Um, and then my, just because it feels like, uh, again, Fire Emblem is a bit of like a kind of critical darling sort of series, um, and then uh, for personal, I would probably guess that of these, I would maybe have the most fun with Advance Wars. I didn't really play the first Advance Wars, but I remember looking a lot into it and got a lot of really good press. And I liked what I saw of the mechanics. So that would be my uh, my prediction for my personal preference since I didn't actually play it. Yeah, I know I played one of them. <laughs> I don't remember which one way back when. And it was a fun game. Nice. Yeah, I uh, am going to vote for, or I'm sorry, I'm going to predict Cities Skylines Ooh. 2. Um, and I am going to put my vote for Advance Wars 1 and 2 because it's, it, 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 we're going to be lucky if Advance Wars 1 and 2 is going to break a million copies that they it was supposed to release last year. Then a larger country invaded a smaller one. And mm. the larger country is featured as like one of the main villains in Advance Wars, or at least a stereotype of said larger country. <laughs> that that being said, with how that all went down, I'm glad to see it was nominated as I am with, with Pikmin 4. Uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's, that, that's my thought process. Yeah, I, I just want to mention, so city skylines too, I actually would have, if it wasn't for what I've been reading more recently about the game where there seemed to be pretty serious performance, uh, issues with the game. Um, I probably would have initially voted for, uh, or predicted city skylines too. Uh, but I, get the sense and i could be off base but i get the sense that that's going to uh kind of uh color possibly uh how people are thinking about the game uh jamie owls how about you what what is your prediction and what is your vote for best sim and strategy game my personal choice 
probably City Skylines 2, which to me sounds kind of fun to play. Kind of reminds me of The Sims, where you get to build your own cities. Uh, my prediction, though, would probably be the Fire Emblem Engage. Cool. Uh, Simbu, how about you? Hmm. Well, seeing as how the, you know, only 10% of probably what everybody, you know, actually says counts for any of this. Um, if that was the case, I would say if, you know, my, my prediction would be a lot different, but I'm probably, I, I'm going to go Nintendo no matter what. And I'm going to have to go double up with Fire Emblem. Both prediction and vote. Yep. Storm, how about you? My prediction is going to be that um, Fire Emblem wins. And my personal pick, honestly, because I've not had any experience with any of these games, but I've seen videos of Pikmin 4. So I will go with Pikmin 4. Oh, <laughs> Nice. I'll just copy Jason the 13th over there. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next one. It's going to be the best family game. And we have Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I am going to be voting for Super Mario Brothers Wonder, both for the prediction and both for the vote. Yep. Um, oh, uh, Storm, do you uh, agree on both? Yes, I'm just gonna just gonna butt in line there because that would oh no, totally cool. I vote. Um, Simbu, how about you? I'm gonna have to give both to Super Mario Wonder. Um, I I have Sonic Superstars. My wife, my daughter, and I we all tried playing it. Um, Jason the Thirteenth also was over here one day, mm -hmm. and me, him, and my daughter were trying to play it. And it it's not good for you know multiplayer. In all honesties, because it's such a fast game. That's the whole point. You're fast, 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 and everybody else just gets left in the dust when one person hits one thing and they're gone and. I mean, I was sitting there one point, just controller in hand, waiting for my turn to maybe be on screen. So Mario Wonder, definitely, by all means, uh, going for both. Jamie Ellis, how about you? I'm going to go with, for both prediction and vote, Super Mario Brothers Wonder as well. Uh, there was there is a small part of me that wants to pick Sonic Superstars, but I have a hunch that it's going to be Super Mario Brothers under the prediction. Okay. Uh, Jason, how about you? Yep, I'm right along with all of you so far with Super Mario Brothers winning it. Although I still would love to see Pikmin 4 win. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, do you want me to put that for your vote? Yes, Pikmin 4 for yes. my vote. Astrobedes. 
I'm going to agree with most of the group here and have it be both my personal and my mm-hmm. prediction. I feel like family is like almost a gimme category for Nintendo. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> in, in my, you know, opinion, I feel like this is likely the only category Nintendo may actually walk away with win. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's it's all, it's, it's at least the only guaranteed nearly a category I would yep. say, but yeah, seems, seems like an almost obvious uh, outcome here for me. Very fair. Next up is best fighting game. This is honestly one of the toughest years for this category. Yeah. Um, we have God of rock. We have mortal Kombat one Nickelodeon all-star brawl Two, <laughs> pocket bravery. And Street Fighter Six. Uh, Jamie Owls, uh, what is your prediction and vote? My vote would be Mortal Kombat One. And honestly, it's for the prediction. I have a feeling it's still going to be Mortal Kombat. Nice. Uh, let's see. Astromedes, back to you again. Uh, what is your prediction and vote for best fighting game? I'm going to go the same, actually. Both Mortal Kombat ones. I haven't actually played a modern Mortal Kombat game in a long time, but uh, the ones I played uh, back in the day I liked. And I'm actually kind of interested by this one. It's sort of interesting to see the... I feel like the last few years, like they last, you know, 10 years has been acceleration of kind of... Uh, uh, you know, they started adding, increasing the number after the Street Fighter games. Um, hmm. They, uh, <laughs> I mean, they've been doing that for a while, but yeah, I'm going to go Mortal Kombat 1 for both. Cool. Um, Simbo, how about you? What is your uh, prediction vote for best fighting game? I'm going to just go Mortal Kombat. Um, despite everyone, uh, and deservedly so, going after the... Uh, crappy um pay that mortal kombat tried doing with the fatalities i'm still going to give it to mortal kombat for both storm how about you it's going to be mortal kombat both categories jason i'm going to be the upset here and there's one reason only my vote is mortal kombat I have a feeling that Mortal Kombat is still too new and they got a little bit of slack <laughs> with the Switch stuff and the graphics and everything and Street Fighter's been out longer. And I really think it's a 50-50 shot between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat as to who's going to win. I think Street Fighter's going to just barely pull it off on this one. Uh, so do I, but I think it's going to win by a, a much wider margin. Oh, you think so? Yep, and I, I'm also putting that oh, as, as my vote. I think it's Ooh, the the, okay. the better game by far. Yeah, it was uh, kind of a toss up to me in terms of prediction. Um, <laughs> I haven't actually played either one, so I'm really just <laughs> guessing. But yeah. <laughs> um, now right. on to best role playing game. This one's near and dear to my heart. So, and mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead us off here. But for our best role playing game, we have Baldur's Gate Three, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. I'm voting for Sea of Stars because that game was beautiful. It was wonderful, fantastic, and a great new game that had that sort of nostalgia feels, but I live in the real world. My vote is Baldur's Gate 3. 
Symbol. Your prediction, you mean, is Baldur's Gate 3. Yep, yep, thank you. Uh, prediction for that is Baldur's Gate 3. My vote is Sea of Stars. Simbu, your prediction and vote is Starfield, right? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Double down, triple down, third place, you know, in general. <laughs> I'm going with Starfield. Um, <laughs> you know, now that, uh, oh, wait, now that the, sin, the I'm not senile anymore, I, I'm I'm going to double down Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> Good man. Good man. Straight up. Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> I, I get that Sea of Stars has that nostalgia feel and it's beautifully... But it's, it's Baldur's Gate 3. Come on. Done. And it, again, exactly. It's a D&D campaign with, you know, tens of thousands of possibilities. God. Granted, the start and the end are both going to be the same with slight variations at the end. But there's just that whole giant, you know, spider web in the middle that makes that, you know, that really captures that RPG, which is why people sit at Denny's at one o'clock in the morning till 5 a.m. playing Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, right, Astrides? Where you'll find me every night. <laughs> <laughs> and only one cup of coffee, right? <laughs> Got to milk that cup per hour. Uh Astromedes, what what are your votes? Uh, I'm going to go with both Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I followed the development of the game a lot. was pretty interested by it. I played the old Baldur's Gate games uh, back in the day. I did not play two, the re, uh, Baldur's Gate 2 Remastered, but I heard very good things. Uh, I feel like uh, it's uh, obviously kind of a critical darling. Seems like almost a no-brainer. I would say, too, that from what I've seen of Sea of Stars, I feel like I would probably enjoy Sea of Stars a lot, too. I would probably give the edge, maybe, to Baldur's Gate, but uh, Sea of Stars, I'm guessing, if I actually pick it up, would probably get like an honorable mention here. Yeah, uh, Astromedes, I absolutely recommend that, that you you pick that up on uh, PC. It's yes. phenomenal. Um, Storm, what are what are your picks? My prediction is going to go to Baldur's Gate 3. Um, my own personal vote, though, would be for Sea of Stars. You should absolutely get that game there. Astromedes, um, it's fabulous. You know, I still have a little <laughs> bit more to go because then Super Mario RPG came out and other things came out and I got my hands on God of War Ragnarok. So yes. there's a lot of video game like backlog and backlog, things I wanted to play yeah. that have just... Just have put that to the side for a little bit, but it's a fabulous game. I'm almost done with it. I, yeah. Uh, what Inferno Fox said is true. It has that nostalgic feel, of a little classic RPG, and just a funny storyline, and it's wonderfully done. So I would love that to win, but Baldur's Gate is probably just going to sweep this category. So Once either of those goes on a significant sale, I will probably check them out. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, yep. Good luck on Baldur's Gate 3. That's going to be a Yeah, that's going to be about 10 years time. for that one. Yep. <laughs> It'll be like Baldur's... They'll be on Baldur's Gate like 9, and then Baldur's Gate 3 will finally go on sale. <laughs> uh, when when the sequel comes out, they'll give you a 20% discount on the original. Yeah, because uh, it was oh. funny during the uh, Black Friday sale, the uh, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 pack uh, were on sale on the Nintendo Switch for 15 bucks. That's normally 50 so that's pretty decent. I picked those up. <laughs> nice. And nice. Uh, Jamie Owls, uh, what is your prediction and vote for best RPG? My prediction would be Baldur's Gate 3 as well. 
based on all the reviews mm-hmm. I've been reading, it's like the top game, um, role playing game, I should say. But my vote would probably be Final Fantasy sixteen. That'd be my vote. Alrighty. And Jason, how about you? Um, Caffeine, Simbu, and Astromedes. <laughs> Boulder's Gate all the way on this one. So it, the next two is an interesting. I'm looking. The next one is best action adventure game, and the one after that is action game. So it's like it's yeah, I almost did a double take there too. <laughs> so starting with the first one, action and adventure. Uh, we've got Alan Wake 2, we've got Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, we've got Marvel's Spider-Man 2, we have Resident Evil 4, and Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Simbu, why is mm-hmm. Star Wars your vote? <laughs> why it's the why it's the one I want to see win? Yeah. Um duh. Is all I really got to say. Because <laughs> it's Star Wars. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's a fantastic Star Wars game, nonetheless. Um, but prediction... Out of everything on this list... I, I'm probably going to have to go... I'm going to have to go with Tears of the Kingdom. Ooh. Um, Only due to... I really would like to go Spider-Man 2. However, um, when it comes to... No, you know what? Screw that. Give me Spider-Man 2. You're Spider-Manning it up. Yep. Give me Spider-Man 2. Oh, sorry. Thinking... Yeah. just, Just thinking about action adventure, like... If I if if Zelda is the same way it's been, it, there's minor amounts of action as to where Spider Man is a lot of high fast paced action. Um, plus, there's a lot of exploration in Spider Man. Not saying that Tears of the Kingdom doesn't have that as well. Uh, Jamie Owls, uh, what is your prediction and vote for best action adventure game? What I want to see win is Resident Evil Four, so that would be my personal vote. But for my prediction, I am going to go with Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Wow. <laughs> no Alan Wake 2 out of you this, this time? No, no, not this time. Uh, I'm shocked. Color me I would shocked. hope they would win, but I have a feeling Legend of Zelda. Jason, oh. how about you? Oh, my! You guys are having me second guess my thoughts on this one. <laughs> I, but I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to be the oddball out here most likely uh, I'm going to completely reverse JML's uh, choices here I honestly think Resident Evil has a good shot of winning it and but I would love to see Zelda win <laughs> Storm, how about you? I uh, I think that Alan Wake 2 is going to win it Ooh. honestly and what what I would want to see win is uh, the Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and Astromedes. 
Uh, Spider-Man 2 would be my prediction. I've heard a lot of good things, and like Simbu was kind of mentioning, it seems like exploration is huge, um, and in particular, it seems like with the current generation of consoles and tricks they've been able to wring out of uh, the consoles and everything uh, problems of the past from Spider-Man games like a uh, very quick traversal and not being able to load everything in quick enough like they've essentially gotten past that barrier I've heard there's huge portions of the game where you're flying through huge parts of the city and everything is rendered and so it feels to me like that will be the kind of uh, big shiny triple a example of uh, what an action adventure game can be uh, for this year um so that would be my prediction in terms of my personal pick um i'm not sure on this one uh because in terms of games among here i would probably be most interested in playing and have the most fun with it would probably be the resident evil 4 remake but something fundamental in me cannot nominate a remake of a sequel <laughs> for any of these categories as a personal pick so i'm going to say i probably would enjoy kind of the novelty of spider-man 2 even though i think i would enjoy kind of the mood of alan wake 2 i suspect i would not find it kind of like deep enough in terms of game mechanics to necessarily stay committed the entire time interesting uh my choice for my prediction and vote is legend of zelda tears of the kingdom moving on to the next one best action game this one is just action and interesting so we have armored core six fires of rubicon dead island 2 ghost runner 2 hi-fi rush and remnant 2 i am going to be predicting armored core six fires of rubicon is going to win but i want hi-fi rush to win this one jason what is your mm. prediction and vote for best action game? All right. Well, since I've only heard about two of these games off the top of my head, like, I mean, I know the other ones just. So I'm going to predict that Hi-Fi Rush is going to win it because I've heard really good things about it, which I really wouldn't mind playing in action. But my vote is going to be for Dead Island. <laughs> so you are voting for it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um storm how about you what is your prediction and vote for best action game my prediction for action game to win um let's see hi-fi rush i think is gonna win i would want to see dead island to play it only because it has zombies and stuff in yep it. That's about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh astromedes how about you uh, I'm going to predict, um, it's kind of torn for prediction on this one, basically between Hi-Fi Rush and Armored Core 6, but I'm going to go Armored Core 6 because it feels like FromSoft has got to get an award. Um, uh, and then Personal, I... I think it seems like I might actually like Armored Core 6 a lot. So basically, I have kind of the same dilemma for personal, but I'm going to go Hi-Fi Rush because the gameplay Ooh. seems a little more sort of interesting. Nice. Novel, maybe. Uh, Simbu, how about you? Well, I'm from what I've heard, I've only played one of these games. <laughs> um, so from what I've heard, I'm my prediction is Armored Core 6 
what I would like to see is Dead Island 2. Nice. And Jamie Ellis? So for my prediction, I am leaning towards Dead Island Dead Island 2 only because it seems like zombies have been popular in the last decade. Uh, what I want to see when, based on some of the reviews, is the Ghost Runner. Nice. All right. And next one is the best ongoing game. This one's going to be tough. Well, no, not necessarily. Um, <laughs> no, we've got Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 14, Fork Knife, and Genshin Impact. Storm, what is your prediction and vote? My prediction is Fortnite, and my vote is Fortnite. Um, if the mm-hmm. industry does not recognize what mm-hmm. Epic just had happened, in the last little bit with uh, the OG season. And not only that, all the creative maps and everything that that game encompasses. It's a it's a powerhouse of a, you know, a thing. And I hope they don't do anything to wreck it. And there's some new things coming with the Lego mashup or uh, collab and, and it looks to be like rock band and stuff. So yeah, Fortnite. I Jason. Believe. Oh, I'm sorry. Nope, that was it. Okay. Was it. Uh, Jason, uh, how about you? My personal vote is going to be Fortnite along with Storm there, but I think Apex Legends is too huge of a game, and I think they're going to pull this off. Simbu? I, I just want to say one thing. Cyberpunk does not belong on this list. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I give CE Project Red all the credit in the world for coming back and fixing the travesty that ended up releasing <laughs> for it but it, it's not an it's not considered an ongoing game it's it literally just got its first dlc all right um but i'm going to go fortnite double down because as storm <laughs> said there is a lot of big things that just happened and if you know i i think epic is doing everything that they should be doing to make everything happen. Uh, Jamie Owls, how about you? For this category, I'm probably going to go for both prediction and vote Fortnite. Based on watching you and the rest of the crew play, I can see um, I can see how it's a popular ongoing game. Uh, I am both predicting and voting for Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, I think it's won like two or three years in a row, if I remember right. I think they just had a uh, DLC pack or a, a pack release this past summer uh, to emend it. Emendous. Emendous, that's a word. Tremendous, enormous uh, acclaim. There's over, I think, 15 to 20 million people that, that play it. Uh, monthly or something like that it's uh i I can't remember if it eclipsed world of warcraft i think there was a very short time period where it did especially when blizzard was having all the controversy and yet so many people leaving world of warcraft they went to final fantasy 14 um that that, that's 
uh, my my prediction and my vote. Astromedius, how about you? I'm going to go with actually uh, bucking all the predictions here. I'm going to go with Cyberpunk 2077 because I feel like all the critics and journalists really wanted this to be a great game. And as soon as this great DLC came out uh, and it gave them an excuse to uh, rant about how much they love it again. So in a (laughs) possibly totally off base prediction, I'm going to say Cyberpunk 2077 for prediction. And then personal, honestly, Cyberpunk 2077 is probably the game that most interests me among these. So I'll just default to that. Nice. Next up is the best indie game, best independent game. This category kind of became its own uh, sort of controversy once the nominations were announced, specifically because of the title Dave the Diver, because while it was created by a very small set of individuals, that the company that it was made by is owned by like a multi-million dollar company. And it's, it's, the idea of what an indie is or independent game is essentially stuff that like Astromedes makes. It's it's literally anywhere from one to uh, a dozen or a dozens individuals coming together to put together a game with low low amount of resources. So that in its own way, it's it's kind of its controversy. But the categories there are the categories. The titles are Cocoon, again Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars and viewfinder um i'm going to predict and vote for sea of stars because i loved that game i'm going to go the same way sea of stars for for both on this one same for me too mm-hmm. <laughs> same and double me double me up <laughs> I do it think really it's... is a great game it really is so, it's small small little addition I'm going to double up with you guys because it is the only game out of these five that I've even heard about. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny that I think both Dredge and Dave the Diver are games where there's two game modes and one of them uh, has to do with sort of eldritch horror stuff and one is a sort of... uh, puzzle uh, relaxing portion of the game. I believe both of those games adhere to that formula. Interesting. All right, we're going to move on to the next one, and this is best performance. Performance meaning, of course, voice and or uh, mocap or motion cap. And the actors slash actresses for best performance, Idris Elba as Solomon Reed, uh, Melanie LeBird as Saga Anderson, uh, and I can't even read this because this is cut off. Uh, the actor that plays Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yuri uh, Lowenthal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Cameron Monaghan as Kyle Kesti. Neil Newbon as Asterion. Ben Starr as Clive. Uh, Simbu, what is your prediction and vote for this one? Prediction is going to be Neil Newbon from Baldur's Gate 3. Um, personal pick is going to be Cameron Monaghan. Monaghan how do you say his name? Uh, 
ah, the future Link from the Legend of Zelda movie. At least that's who I, I want to see as Link, if I remember hey, right. I thought that was going to be uh, Machine Gun Kelly or whatever the heck his name is. <laughs> he wishes. Um, let's see here. Jason, how about you? What do you believe out of these actors had the best performance? Oh, this, is, this one's a hard one because I don't know the games well enough. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna say the uh, uh, how did the, the Spider-Man guy that can't? I know you just Gary said Lowenthal. it. Yes, thank you. We're going to say that he's gonna win it. I want to see uh, the I Idris Elba. I'd like to see him win it just because if I don't because Cyberpunk needs a little something here. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh storm how about you who do you feel had best performance best performance my personal vote is for idris elba just because i love idris elba so (laughs) his accent's pretty good but my vote of what would win is gonna be neil newborn from baldur's gate so to confirm are you so your prediction is neil and your vote is idris elba my personal vote is a Drizelba, but my prediction of what will win is yes, the Neil Newborn. Did I say that all backwards before? I probably did, but yes, I think <laughs> Neil Newborn will win it, but I would like to see Idris Elba win, but Astromedia, how about you? Guy, we'll get it. No, no worries. <laughs> oh, and you're muted, or we can't hear you. My bad. I am going to go with uh, prediction and personal. Why not? Uh, Neil Newbin as Asterion in Baldur's Gate 3. Um, Purely because I think in that kind of game, there's a lot of opportunity for kind of maybe more of a range of acting than a lot of games would afford you for something that mimics kind of a Dungeons and Dragons tabletop RPG. Nice. Jamie Ellis, uh, how about you? My vote is going to be, my personal vote would be Saga Anderson, uh, Melanie LeBird. And for my prediction, of course, will have to be Neil Newborn as um, Astreon. Those are my. As Balder. Yes, thank you. (laughs) And my prediction and vote is Ben Starr as Clive. Okay, and next up is best audio design. This one, we've got Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Dead Space, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. Astromedes, what would you say is your prediction and vote for best audio design? Again, not to be confused with the next category, best score in music. Uh, prediction, I'll I'll go with Dead Space 2. It was uh, definitely a focus of their team, something people noticed about the games when they originally came out. So I think they'll, again, probably have done a pretty good job focusing on that. Uh, personal, um, I'll keep it also Dead Space for personal. Cool. Jason, how about you? 
Well, because it's design stuff. When I think about the games that are up there, I'm thinking Resident Evil and Dead Space have the more design elements to the music over the other ones. Uh, personally, I'd like to see Resident Evil, but I'm with Astromedes. I think Dead Space will win it. <laughs> Same. So, how about you? I'm going to double up on Dead Space. Dead Space, goodness. And Storm? I think uh, Dead Space is going to win it, but my own vote, I would like to see Alan Wake to win. Yeah, I my prediction is Alan Wake 2. I want Hi-Fi Rush. To, to I want Hi-Fi Rush to get some goodness. I the 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 sound effects on that and everything were awesome. It was just phenomenal to be able to have, especially when you hit the timing and everything right on that. But yeah, I think Alan Wake just with how the the sense of dread, even with Dead Space and mm-hmm. Resident Evil Four there. All right, next category is best score and music. Do we even have to go over this one? Because I'm pretty sure me and you have the exact same uh, picks for this. Uh, <laughs> best score music is we've got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Jamie Owls, uh, what would you pick for your prediction and vote? For my personal vote, it will go um, Alan Wake 2, uh, only because they have included music from uh, different artists, like real artists and band and musicians, which I thought was really cool. And I discovered cool, a couple new cool bands that I don't mind listening to more of their music. For my prediction, though, it would have to be Final Fantasy Okay. Simbu, how about you? Um, well, it, it is cool what uh, Jamie Al just said about Alan Wake 2. However, I don't really feel that, you know, including, like, mainstream, like, you know, music or bands that actually produce a song and just going, hey, can we put your song in our game is you know, really something that, you know, should be applauded, you know, uh, in that sense. Um, I'm going to double down with Baldur's Gate 3. Double down for Baldur's Gate 3. Storm, how about you? My prediction of what will win um, be Final Fantasy my own personal vote, though, is Alan Wake 2, Jamie Owls, the bands that are in that. Um, so Poets of the Fall was in Alan Wake, the first yes, Alan Wake. Their song, The Last Goodbye, was featured. Um, they were asked to come back for Alan Wake 2. They're old, also a couple of other songs under a different band name, Old Guards of Old Gods of Asgard is Poets of the Fall, but they have a project for... Um, this video for the video game for Ellen Wake. So that's what they appear on in that video game as. But yeah, they're a small little band from Finland 
So it's kind of cool. And that would be why my uh, my vote. I have one of their song titles tattooed on me. So I absolutely, absolutely <laughs> adore them. So if they could win it, it'd be great. So nice. Uh, Astromedes, how about you? Um, I was on the fence about predicting between <laughs> for prediction between Alan Wake 2 or Hi-Fi Rush. I'm going to say prediction will be Alan Wake 2 just because it feels like a very big budget uh, movie soundtrack type of affair. And I feel like that's almost the image the organizers of award shows like this are trying to cultivate for video games. Personal pick, though, I'm going to go with Hi-Fi Rush because the music is neat and kind of surprisingly uncynical and almost old school kind of rock kind of stuff. And most importantly, it's core to the gameplay. So I'm going to go with Hi-Fi Rush for a personal pick. Yep. And that is why not only is that my prediction, but that's also my personal pick because of how excellent a job Hi-Fi Rush did to marry a really fantastic soundtrack that has that kind of matches that early 2000s sort of aesthetic to gameplay so it feels like you're really kind of taking a time capsule back 20 years but obviously you're playing a a game recently released and again i I, you can really sense my age but i i and me being that that old millennial but like i i really enjoyed that that soundtrack it was fantastic i don't think Legend of Zelda should have been nominated on this because this the soundtrack on it was fine, but I would say it was probably its weakest uh, aspect. And it, it, Tears of the Kingdom is a 10 out of 10 game. And even still, I was like, eh, I didn't think the, the sound on that was anything that, that was like, it didn't merit this sort of nomination, in my opinion. Jason, how about you? Wow, you surprised me on that one. You did not the same as me. I'm doubling down on Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy always has great music in their games. If you've noticed, I haven't picked anything Final Fantasy 16, and that's on purpose, except Ooh. the main actor for that for the performance. Beyond beyond <laughs> his performance, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, all right. Moving on to art direction. So we're kind of in, in the, the artsy fartsy creative aspect for art direction. We have Alan Wake two hi-fi rush legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom lies of P and super Mario brothers wonder Jason. I'm going to call, call you right off. And ask you what your prediction and vote is for best art direction. I, I'm going to shock you on this one probably because I know four of the five ones games up there. I don't know Lies of P, but when I was just looking up screenshots, I thought they did great, great on their art and everything. So I'm going to go Lies of P to win it for Shaka Curveball there. <laughs> But as for prediction, like, or I mean, my vote, um, I would go with Tears of the Kingdom for my vote. Jamie Owls, how about you? As for my personal vote, I'm going to vote for Alan Wake 2. 
uh, based off the very first game that came out in 2005 and the remastered version that came out in 2020, I think, if I remember that correctly. The so. graphics of Alan Wake 2 are very impressive based on how the characters look. Um, also, too, with Alan Wake, they incorporate live action scenes in the game as well, which I thought was pretty cool. But based on the um, graphics of the game, it almost looks like real people. For my prediction, though, I'm probably going to have to go with Legend of Zelda. Uh, Simbu, how about you? Well, I would like to see Hi-Fi Rush take take it. But, you know, as somebody who loves the gothic noir uh, sort of aspect for games, I, I love that whole dark and macabre, I'm going with prediction of Liza P. <laughs> good call. Good, good. The art uh, alone on that game makes me want to play it. <laughs> I played the demo, and I will tell you, I am I am not going to be wasting any time on it. Ooh. It looked it looked very good. Okay, just I hate Souls likes. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Astromedes, how about you? Uh, what is your prediction and vote for best art direction? Um, I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to go with both for Hi-Fi Rush on this one, actually. Storm, how about you? Oh, oh, my own, my own personal votes would be um, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I think it, it's fun looking. It's Nintendo <laughs> at Nintendo's best, and it's pretty. But what I think is going to win, Alan Wake Two. And I am going to mirror yours exactly. I think Super Mario Brothers has the potential to be a sleeper hit just because of how different it looks, the effects of the Wonder Flowers, how that changes the environments, how that changes the gameplay based on the environments. But Jamie Owls made a really compelling argument in regards to Island Wake 2 where it marries like actual cinema where the performer who, who voices Island Wake 2 literally is filmed and it looks exactly like his character for mm -hmm. a few scenes. I mean, it, the, just the whole uh, presentation with how, how that was handled was, was amazing. Um, so that that's, that's my thoughts on that. Um, next up is best narrative kind of like, I'm assuming this means like best story. And we have Alan Wake two Baldur's gate three Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Astromedes, what do you believe is the best narrative, your prediction and vote? I'm going to go with both uh, Baldur's Gate 3 on this one. <clears throat> All right. Jamie Owls, how about you? I'm going to... Vote for both prediction and vote Alan Week two. Simbu? I would love to see Spider-Man 2 get it, but we all know Larian Studios is cleaning house. 
So prediction, give me Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Storm? Uh, I am going to um, copy Simbu over there. I would love to see Marvel's Spider-Man 2 get it, but I believe it's going to go to Baldur's Gate. Jason, how about you? Not playing any of them. I don't know how well stories are, but from what I've heard, I think Spider-Man has the potential to win it, so I'm doubling down on Spider-Man for this. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I am going to predict Baldur's Gate 3, but I want to see uh, Alan Wake 2 win it. Definitely want to see that. Um, nearing the end here, second to last category or penultimate best game direction. And we have Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Jason, who do you what game do you think is the predicted and voted best game direction? Uh I'm actually going to do another left field here. I'm going to double down on Zelda on this. On only for the fact of their them introducing the whole building stuff in Zelda. That you could pretty much make everything and anything you ever want in the darn game now. Uh, Jamie Owls, how about you? I'm going to go with both prediction and vote of the Super Mario Wonder. Yippee. <laughs> uh, Simbu? You know that it, this one's tough because with it being a creative vision and innovation uh for a directioning design i would like to see baldur's gate 3 i would like larry into clean house but <laughs> I, i've got to go with jason on this one it's going to be tears of the kingdom for that building yep you know that, that building mechanic that building mechanic is insane if you guys have even scrolled through videos, you will have seen some of the impressively amazing stuff that these that people have been able to create. Storm, how about you? Would would like to see when. So my personal vote, not my prediction, but whatever. My personal thing is Super Mario Brothers. However, I'm gonna. I think that Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has a chance of winning this one. Astromedius, how about you? Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, my personal, I'm going to say, kind of want to say Baldur's Gate 3 because I want to say sort of the way the narrative was handled was actually pretty innovative. Um but uh, in terms of prediction, um, I almost want to say Alan Wake 2, but maybe I guess that's not really true for this category. I hear direction <laughs> and I think of like a movie, but um, you know, I'll, I'll go prediction, really understanding the category. I'll actually go with uh, predicting Zelda with you guys too, because the building mechanic does seem to kind of hit that right on the head. Nice. I am going to predict Baldur's Gate 3, but I want Zelda to win. 
And yeah. on to the big, oh. the final game of the year. Game of the year. We've gonna... got. Uh, no, let's let's move forward oh, with this. Okay. Uh, we've got Alan Wake two. We've got Baldur's Gate three. We've got Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, Marvel's Spider-Man two, Resident Evil four, and second place games Horde Lord. And it's Horde Lord to win. Everybody's voting for Horde Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> How did this happen? Astro Media's right, like to Medes, thank... you pay off. <laughs> now, the last category or the last one is Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Um, my prediction is going to be Alan Wake 2 for the upset. Uh I want I want Zelda to win this. But yeah, uh, Simbu, I, I so rudely cut you off. Um, your prediction and vote, but what you were gonna say before that? I was gonna say for just a uh, a, a quick thing about the best art direction. Had this been Alan Wake one, <clears throat> I would have given it to Alan Wake for best yeah. uh, direction for a game because it was innovative, highly innovative for their com- for combat. Um, but again, it's Alan Wake 2. It's more of the same that we've already seen them do. But double down, Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate D- 3, FTW. Jamie Owls, Game of the Year prediction and vote. Oh, a lot of good games. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I have a hard choice, but... Ugh. Okay, so my prediction will probably be, if I'm listening to my intuition, it'll probably be Legend of Zelda. For my vote, I'm leaning towards Resident Evil 4. Nice. Jason, how about you? Uh, I believe Baldur's Gate's got this one wrapped up, um, <laughs> but I'd love to see Zelda pull away with it, but I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Storm, how about you? Oh, oh Baldur's Gate is going to win this category. Uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate's going to just sweep house, unfortunately, for everyone else involved. Um, but I would love to see Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, get it just because, you know, about Nintendo. Because <laughs> when Nintendo does Nintendo, Nintendo does Nintendo fabulously. So, yeah. Astromedes, uh, how about you? Baldur's Gate 3 for both on this one. Very. I think this one's, good. I've got this one unlocked. Nice. Yeah. So, this is interesting. We've got a lot of. Uh, predictions, uh, some good votes here and everything. Uh, it's interesting to see when we double down or we're that confident or we believe that uh, we've got yeah. the, the, the right the right of way here uh, on some of these. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this is going to be really interesting. Make sure uh, to tune into the Game Awards. Again, that's 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, uh, 5.30 Mountain, 4.30 Pacific. Hopefully we don't have a another security moment where you got somebody yeah. jumping onto the stage like the last two events. 
um should should be a good show otherwise um but yeah that thank you guys my my excellent excellent cast and crew for for joining us here uh as, as we outro uh you can of course find astromedes he is the developer and co-owner of second place games and you can find his horde lord soon to be re-uploaded to the android uh google play store is that right astromedes you got that right yes and Stormrose Sky, thank you as well for joining us. You can find her at the Twitch and YouTube channels of Stormrose Sky. Storm, uh, what kind of channel uh, content you got uh, coming in the pipeline? Oh, I am going to work on my uh, top 10 favorite video games. Ooh. I'm also got some other, you know nostalgia type things with the holidays coming up so mm-hmm. hopefully i will have time in the next week or so when school is out so nice. i'll be able to work on videos awesome definitely looking forward to that I, I love your video content just like i love jason the 13th's video content you can find <laughs> at youtube of jason the 13th jason thank you so much for joining us not a problem. Before you ask, I know I need to get kicked in the butt and get moving on my content and get it go up and going again. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie Owls87, my partner and partner in crime, thank you so much for joining us as well. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And all these categories made me realize that I really need to get my game up and play more video games because a lot of them <laughs> like what is this? <laughs> but yeah, now some of them caught my interest. So I'll probably look into those more. So yay. Very cool. And last and absolutely certainly not least, we have Simbu Darkfang, our resident level five grandpa, primary actor for Basement of the Dead located in Chicagoland, specifically in Aurora, Illinois, and the best fork knife player. Don't fight me on this. Simbu Darkfang, thank you again for joining us. Hey, I'm always I always enjoy talking about the uh, Golden Globes, and the Golden Globes enjoy you talking about them. And of course, you can find my content here on Inferno Fox Gaming. Uh, this Saturday, I've got a uh, pickups video, all the the crazy crap that I managed to pick up on Black Friday on sales. It'll be a lot of fun to to run through that. So, that, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you catch the Game Awards. Uh, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. Fortunately, there's no spoilers regarding Grand Theft Auto 6 trailers because <laughs> that already leaked a day early and that's already mm-hmm. out and that broke the internet as accordingly. <laughs> so thank you so much and have a good one.